Gonna you do if I broke in your house and wanted to give you a big old feet dangling bear hug. Uppies, look man, it ain't been a very good fucking month. You promised me a hug, I want the goddamn hug. Now give it to me, you son bitch. I genuinely cannot be in charge of a podcast. <laughs> If you listen to 2x, it's just like really 2x. Yeah, dude. One point, uh, 1.3 is is my sweet spot for podcasts. 1.3. Also, not regular human speed. Well, like a person. Well, when you have PKA, which is four hours, and I don't have enough time to listen to the entire episode in all. Uh, one sitting because I have Tarkov to do, I have this to do, and a bunch of other dumb shit to do. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta listen a little fast, a little fast. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I can't do anything more than two. But yeah, it's I've I've gotten down to where I can comprehend everything that's being said at at two. He <laughs> was it at double speed. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jake, think of those moments when I just absolutely start losing my shit and talk real, real fast. He's listening to that at two x. Right. Yes. Wild. <laughs> the only podcast I listen to sped up is David and I's sitcom podcast. That's because I'm editing it. I was doing it like fifty percent sped up. <laughs> well, welcome back to Nobody's Listening, where the other sultry, beautiful voice that you're hearing is is mine. It's it's me, Jared. The the I guess I am the guest host on my podcast, and Jake You're is the, the intern. yeah. I'm, I'm the intern. Jake is right. the one and only host that is out there, and this is Eric of uh, Let's Play Death Ray. So, welcome, Eric. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> Eric of File and Entertainment. I'm just <laughs> representing Let's Play Death Ray today with my attire, but yeah, File Under and the Evil Mark Show is where you can find me. Yeah, they know. They've anyone that's still listening to nobody's listening knows who I am by now. Yeah. Jake, you, you said you have something you want to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, just your incredible scheduling abilities, Jake. <laughs> I have zero ability to schedule anything ever. I am simultaneously one hour late and one hour early. It is phenomenal. It is fantastic. I, I cannot be in charge of, of, of a podcast. <laughs> You're a real Loki with your time management. I fucking suck, dude. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know what it is. Like, work, got it down pat. Can do the scheduling thing, right? I can do time management at work. Outside of work, like, uh, file entertainment, I can run the numbers. I can watch the shit. I can watch the levels. I can be el perfecto on that. Fucking my own podcast, I don't know what's going on. I don't, genuinely don't care. Like, I am trying to learn so hard to be like, hey... One o'clock means one fucking o'clock. And when you tell people one o'clock, don't tell other people 11 a.m. because you're fucking special. 
It's incredibly amazing that it wasn't nobody was listening before it was called nobody's listening. It's <laughs> just the level of care and just the quality of pride in your work or lack thereof that you take. That how, how did anybody listen to this before? <laughs> Look, it came out consistently. It's it it is now consistently. This will be two hundred and four episodes straight. Every Saturday, it's come out, all right? The care, attention, and willingness to do it is there. Just sometimes it was done Friday night at 11.30 p.m. to come out at 2 a.m. after it's rendered and been been put up, right? So, (laughs) I've made it every Saturday, okay? We've done it every Saturday, boys. (laughs) Yeah? Just, it's been me. (laughs) <laughs> that's fair it's a lot harder to schedule once you start bringing in people who aren't you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah if you couldn't corral even just yourself that would be a, a major cause for concern I'm like, so i told myself 11 but i, <laughs> but I also told myself one so <laughs> I, I genuinely yeah i don't it's fine that's fine <laughs> I uh I got to try to help a coworker last night with Steam. Jake was was privy to that phone call. Yeah. Dude, she was I, We gave you some great help. Yeah, you, you you guys were so awesome. I appreciated it so much. There were no help. Welcome, whatsoever. buddy. <laughs> she was also very very drunk, uh which didn't help the call at all. <laughs> like, yeah, completely blitzed out of her fucking mind, dude. Like worse than Kyle on Friday? Oh yeah, worse okay. than Kyle on Friday. Cause like she texted me, I was like, uh, cause so her computer died at work, right? Or, or I don't, I don't know the whole story because I don't really want to put her story out there. But like she had to get a new computer, and I was like, well, what are you looking for? She's like, oh well, I I like something to to play, maybe some games on, and do this. And so I helped find her a budget PC on her Facebook Marketplace, right? Got her a budget PC game. She downloaded Epic. Epic works, but for some reason, Steam keeps giving you the error, right? Because it keeps trying to update it. It's like you got to be connected to the internet. It's like, fucking is. I can't even up. I can't even open the program to do anything, right? Well, she's like, hey, I'm gonna be free for like the next thirty minutes, and I'm like, I'm getting coffee right now. I'm 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 not gonna be home in thirty minutes. Um, are you gonna be free this evening? She's like, yeah, sure. So like nine o'clock hits. I text her then. And I'm like, hey, are you available? She's like, yeah, I'm a little tipsy. I'm like, okay, so like maybe Kyle tipsy, right? No, she is sloshed. <laughs> like, <laughs> so right in the face, just pure drunk. And I'm like, hmm, I, I don't know if I should help you right now. Like, I don't know if helping you is going to be uh, okay. But she's like, let's fucking do this. I was like, you got it, girl. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm trying to help her out. And she's like halfway through. She's like, "Are we friends? I, we're, we're coworkers. We're coworkers. We're coworkers. We're, we're good. We're good." <laughs> and like she, she's like, "Oh, could I have permission to go to the bathroom? Because like usually she's got to ask permission to go to the, like when we're in Zoom at work. She's like, "Hey, can I can I go to the bathroom real quick?" I'm like, "Yeah, fuck it." And she's like, "Hey, can I can I go to the bathroom?" And I'm like, I don't, "We're off hours. I don't give a fuck. Like if you leave, you leave. Right? I don't care." <laughs> And it was, yeah, it was, it was really interesting. It, it frustrated me because I couldn't fix the problem. I couldn't fix why Steam did it. I tried like doing command prompts. Um, I even at one point disabled her internet while we were on the Zoom phone call, and then she just disappeared. She calls me up. She's like, "What the fuck?" 
I, oh, I totally disabled your internet. I apologize. You got to re-enable it. And then walking a drunk person through re-enabling their internet is, oh my god, so much fun. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, what's her level of, you know, how good is she at computer stuff to begin with? And then you add the extra little layer of intoxication on top of it. Like, I'm sure that was fun. I'd say she's actually pretty knowledgeable about computers. Um, but yeah, being drunk is just, nah, you're, I love you, but no. <laughs> no yeah, it seems like a nightmare. Yeah, that, that was, that was about as fun as, as her corralling cats. <laughs> so easy. I don't know what you guys keep talking about. I don't know why that's a thing. Fucking Wrigley loves you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference. There's a difference. <laughs> You know, Eric, uh, I was I was checking I was checking I was checking Steam last night. I realized uh-huh. you've never that that night that I hooked you up with my Steam account, never played anything, never downloaded anything, never did anything with my Steam. What the fuck, man? Yeah, I don't do anything with my own Steam. It was one of the things that I it was like the first thing that I downloaded or second thing that I downloaded on on the computer. When I was trying to get it set up, and then I just I just don't game on my computer. Actually, while I was waiting for you guys, I was playing a Pitfall emulator, <laughs> which wasn't possible. <laughs> well, Megan said she wanted it. She wanted to play Pitfall because she had like you know, played it as a kid on Atari, and so you know like you don't still have an Atari or cartridges or whatever. But I found an emulator that could run it, and so I was just trying it out. I think I got to like the third screen. <laughs> it's very hard. Yeah. Yeah. Those old games. Pretty hard. Yeah. But I just, I don't play on computer really. I've been playing a lot of PS5. I've been playing Spider-Man Miles Morales, which is a lot of fun. Is really good game. Remastered version? No, it's no, the just... new game, right? Well, it came out in 2020. Like there's, there's Spider-Man, oh, okay, yeah, Spider-Man, yeah, yeah. Miles, Miles Morales, and then there's Spider-Man, and then Spider-Man 2. 2. Gotcha, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then I know with Spider-Man 2, they remastered the old Spider-Man, right? Hmm. I think there's a, a remastered version for the P- PS5 for Spider-Man, because it came out right as the transition was happening. Yeah, um, with like yeah. ray tracing yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff. I have that to... Ma- oh, sorry, Jake? I was going to say, Miles Morales came out like after PS5, though, didn't it? Because it came yeah. out like a couple years after the first Spider-Man. Yeah, because it, it was from 2020, and so I think it, I don't know if it was released on PS4 also, but it's, I, I think, a, yeah, PlayStation uh, exclusive. So. As someone who mostly plays the PS4, it, it was not. Yeah. At least not initially. It may have, like, come out down the line, but I know when all the hype was out about it, it uh, wasn't. It was very disappointing for me, because I love that first game. Yeah, it's it was incredible. It's I'm really looking forward to the second one too, but I figured like, well, I never played Miles Morales, so I guess I better get on board now with playing it. And it's a phenomenal game. Are there, are any, are any of the mechanics different? Because you're playing as Miles Morales. Mm, I mean, he has different skills and abilities than Peter Parker. So um, yes, I mean, most of like the moves and stuff. Like if you played the first game, you'd be pretty comfortable playing this one as well he just has like a kind of different set of skill lists mm, there's a text message it's from david that's from david and jake now i see this i started reading in tarkov because you weren't there yeah no 
uh, Eric and I are. Is anyone on with you? Um, I'm just gonna say no. I'm just gonna say no. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Say no that no one's on with you. <laughs> yeah, because apparently he doesn't. He didn't read the Discord that it's one p.m. Right? No offense taken. Cheers. Yeah, no, it's it's okay. No, nobody's nobody's listening. But so we're guesting. Yeah, no one's guesting because it's not even my show. It's apparently Jake's show. Um, I am curious uh, though with the abilities. Who do you like more? Do you like Peter Parker's or do you like Miles Morales's powers more? I mean, Miles has like he. He has this camouflage cloaking ability that he can do. He also has like the, like a, a venom kind of strike thing where it's like a bioelectricity kind of deal. It's really really neat mechanic. So he can mess he can mess with uh, like a lot of the mechanics that they have is uh, like oh these security shutters are closed. We got to find a way to override it. So I have to overpower a generator. So <laughs> let me like venom punch this thing. You short circuit the electricity so that these security shutters were open. It, you know, stuff they, that they have to kind of wedge into the game to make it different. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's also really cool to hit somebody with those powers. So it's got to shoehorn it in there. Yeah, I'm really growing to like Miles Morales <laughs> as uh, as a character, and it's like a, even a lot more fun because you learn so much more about his backstory in terms of like i mean i don't want to spoil anything but i guess anybody who knows him as a character really bad at keeping secrets so like you know kind of the whole thing about being a superhero for the most part is like a, a secret identity and especially for someone who's as young as he is he's 17 years old who's still in school you know trying to keep his private life a uh, secret like literally everybody he knows like he knows that he's spider-man so he just reveals it to everybody so well, like in in the first, I think what is it, like the first hour of the game, you meet Uncle Aaron because he's working at the train depot. Uh, which, mm-hmm. by the way, fucking, can we get consistency in Uncle Aaron? Like, just have him be the the the, the panther, right? The prowler. The prowler. Like, make him the prowler constantly. He he's just some dude working at the subway. He's like, yeah, man, I'll hook you up with a free pass, right? <laughs> like that's that's what he does in the second one because within like an hour he knows you're right. You help him out yeah. with some dumb shit. And he's like, hey, thanks, little man. And then he, he's like, hey, th- like, thanks, Miles, or some shit. And he's like, what? How the fuck did you know? Like, instead well, of going. Him a transit card that has yeah. Miles' his name on it. Yeah. yeah. Or, but, like, at least you could be like, I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. I just stole this card. Like, there's two little white lies that you could just say and get the fuck away with it. Well, he makes very little like effort to try to even disguise his voice. So everybody is talking. So part of, another part of the mechanic of the game is that there's this app that his uh, buddy Genki uh, creates so that people around the neighborhood can request Spider-Man's help because Peter Parker Spider-Man goes on a trip to Europe. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's all revealed within the first like twenty minutes of the game. That's not really a spoiler. So Miles Morales, like over the holidays, is New York's only Spider-Man. And naturally, shit starts popping off, and people are requesting him in the app, and blah blah blah. He, like everyone that he interacts with, he makes no attempt to disguise his voice. Like he volunteers at Feast, which is you know like a Aunt May's thing. Yeah, yeah. which well, I like. How would you describe it for like uh, like homeless people, like uh, health or like uh, a, like meals and shelter, a better and... YMCA. Essentially, yeah. yeah. So then he goes there. I mean, so he volunteers there as Miles, but then he goes there as Spider Man with the same fucking voice. And it's like, how do people not know? 
well, remember with Clark Kent, like he used to just throw in the glasses, hunch over just a little bit, and a lot of people like could not tell the difference between him, right? And oh, there was the little squiggle thing on his yeah. hair too. It was like one one side of the other. It was like that, but that was always really really stupid to me. I they I did, always hated that. They did a study though on something like that where they basically took took a person redid him just kind of like Clark Kent where he like hunched a little bit through in a pair of fake glasses and then just kind of like slightly changed up his hair and like 95% of the people that he interacted with didn't recognize that it was him they've actually done a Superman study on just like the, the glasses and shit and like yeah no like people just don't know people just can't it's, it's not a big deal so yeah <laughs> science yes <laughs> I, I am <laughs> God damn it. <coughs> I didn't just wake up. Um are any of you guys gonna be playing Spider Man two? Yeah, eventually. Like once I finish this game, then I'll eventually move on to Spider Man two. Yeah. It's one that I would like to play eventually. Whether or not I'll actually get around to it, it's hard to say. There's it's not an so many games. <laughs> I that that is true, and it's currently not on my spreadsheet. I'll add it to your spreadsheet. Well, no, let's just do it right now. Okay, <laughs> adding it now. Hold on, I can. Uh, whoop! No, that's thank God I didn't pull it up on my main screen. That's my work piece. That's my work email. The main one, main giggity giggity. Let's go, dude. I've got a dead spot in my fucking mouse pad, and it just it it's pissing me off. Oh, Jake, you unshared it with me. Oh, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had to make a copy yeah. of the spreadsheet and delete that one because oh. for some reason Google locked me out of my own spreadsheet. Oh, nice. <laughs> awesome. uh, I, it put me in viewer-only mode, and there was, like, no way to get out of that, which I yeah. discovered last night as uh, my uh, asshole D&D friends were adding things to my list. And I was like, oh, I can't add anything. <laughs> oh, okay. Nice. Well then yeah, go ahead and go ahead and add Miles Morales to it. Or, or Spider Man too. Um I have an idea. Cause Jake had mentioned this, how it's a podcast about video gaming and random Reddit nonsense. We've been sticking a lot to random Reddit nonsense. Um do you guys want to start the new year with Spider Man two? Like hopefully you can beat Miles Morales, you know, in that time. I'll replay spider-man and miles morales myself but in as of january 1st we all get on and try spider-man 2 and then you're gonna replay the entirety of spider-man you're gonna play the entirety of spider-man miles morales in less than a month bitch do you know how i play yeah that honestly too th those games aren't that long yeah <laughs> i i legit that's very doable <laughs> i beat spider-man the original in one live stream Granted, it was like six hours, but I beat it in one live stream. Well, so were you not doing any side missions? You out in like the any of the? I did a few side missions. Yeah, it's like games like this that I really enjoy. I feel compelled to go for the platinum. Like that's ah. kind of it's kind of the way to like show my appreciation to the developers and the and the team that like. I'm going to, you know, spend as much time with this game until I, you know, 100% it or whatever, so. Me showing the developers my appreciation is when I see it on Steam at 50% off. <laughs> I buy it again, even though I don't need to, because I own it for the PlayStation 5. That's my appreciation to the developers. 
I mean, that's fair if you're double buying it. I thought you were just like saying in general, like I wait until it's on sale and then I buy it, and that's a, that's how I show my appreciation. Oh, like, dude, <laughs> dude! As soon as as soon as a Spider-Man was announced for the PlayStation Five, and I had the PlayStation Five, I was like, "Fucking yes!" And then like the DLCs came out immediately as soon as the DLCs dropped, I bought the package deal. Um, no, no, I didn't buy the package deal. I bought them individually as they came out because I know it was more money mm. because I enjoy. But that's how much I enjoyed the game, though, is that I was willing to give them the extra money because even though each DLC was, I think each DLC was like four to six hours more content, right? It was yeah. it was worth the four to six hours because it was only like six seven bucks a, a drop, but the content was worth it. The only shit I didn't like was when you had to fight the the other gun people. That was fucking hard. The the white the the the, the stormtrooper motherfuckers, hmm. those those people are assholes. I hated those people. Well, I mean, you're gonna have both the underground and Roxxon, which is very similar in Miles Morales. So if you didn't like that, you're gonna have a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, but well, like with the Venom charge, the Venom punch, that stuff made it a little bit easier to take him on because like you could group them all together and then just blah, blah, hit them all with a Venom charge and you knock out like two idiots at once. So you have played Miles Morales? Yeah, too? I've played okay. Spider-Man and Miles Morales. I'm, I've been wanting to get Spider-Man 2, but I just, uh, with Tarkov, I just, I can't, I'm just, I love I love David to death. I love him to death, but that motherfucker plays too much Tarkov. <laughs> and I want to spend all the time in the world with him. Like, Eric, if I saw that you were on Call of Duty, like, if you text me, hey, playing Call of Duty, uh, you want to play, I'm going to be like, hmm, which lover do I want to spend time with, Eric or David? <laughs> <laughs> Call of Duty is so last year, man. Did you hear about three? I heard it's not doing well. Like, well, because they they rushed it. Go figure. And you know, it's basically. I mean, it was always originally meant to be like just DLC or an add-on pack for Modern Warfare Two. Really? And then yeah, and then they you know. Activision being Activision decided, oh, we're going to try to milk people for as much money as possible. So let's just make this a full fledged game and kind of jump it in the cycle. So, yeah. I have for at least one a year, Eric. It's the Call of Duty life. Yeah. I wish, and I, I remember when Call of Duty Mon Warfare first came out, right? Storyline, amazing. Mon Warfare 2 came out, storyline, Phenomenal, right? Phenomenal. I'm adding words together here. Modern Warfare 3 tied it perfectly, right? They tied in the storyline perfectly. I'm getting chills thinking about it, right? I'm getting chills thinking about the, the storyline of the game. First, you the first, about the originals. Yeah, the originals. Right. The originals. Okay. Remakes. Starting down an even cooler path. Two. Holy shit. Ghost takes off his mask. You you like you work as a PMC company. There's a little bit of betrayal. You play with the Mexican 414 or 141 task force. Like you tie in all these other cool badass elements about like your brother and sister countries, and like it's building up to be this thing. And then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, the storyline's like four hours if you're really really good, and it's just like trash. And like they rush through the whole everything. I'm like, how the fuck are you gonna fuck that up? Like the whole yeah, main. A shame because I did like the campaigns in Call of Duties. Like, I mean, I would play multiplayer, and I got into it, especially like in the the newer ones with like uh, Modern Warfare and Number Two, with 
like going through the all the like the camo challenges and getting stuck in into that kind of time crunch but um yeah originally the reason i loved playing those games was the campaign and when they just make it like oh it's just going to be a multi uh multiplayer and a a loot box kind of uh microtransaction you know currency builder that's i mean which video games always are but i mean Activision Blizzard are really notorious for doing that, and as is EA, you know, they're <laughs> really loot box skanks, so yeah, not the greatest. Dude, trying to buy a pair of pants in my golf game for EA Road to the Masters is fucking stupid. I just want to buy a pair of pants. It's like, yeah, you got to win 15 tournaments. Motherfucker, I just won the Masters, all right? Like, I just won my gold <laughs> jacket. Tournaments. Can you yeah. imagine if real life was like that? No, you can't. You have to keep wearing the same pair of pants until you <laughs> complete have these to win the Masters times. 27 times. Oh, yeah. Before you can get new pants, buddy. <laughs> Dude, the, the amount like of. Target like, just yeah. shows you away at the door. They just be like, no. <laughs> you still have 26 more tournaments to win. Get the fuck out of here. You've only got six gold jackets, dude. <laughs> Come back when you got 10. Tiger's got like five, man, and he's shopping. Yeah, that's Tigger, though. Like, it's. And it's so annoying because girls can only wear like sh- mini skirts or like really short shorts, right? Like, I've told you guys about my, my affinity for playing as a female protagonist, right? Yeah, same. Fucking can only have mini skirts. They wear like ankle high socks on like low cut shoes, so they you look dumb as fuck when you're golfing, and you can't even like. And the pants that she can wear, yeah. Good luck trying to find one because the store. Now, mind you, the store is online, so it rotates every twenty four hours. So if you don't have a long pair of pants that you can buy in the store right off the rip, you gotta wait twenty four hours. Oh, and by the way, sometimes they come in bundles, and you don't want the other two pair of pants, and it's 25,000 coins, and you got to win five tournaments to get, like, 5,000 coins, so go fuck yourself. Well, so is it all in-game currency, though? Is it all just, like... Okay, so there's no, like, real-world equivalent to it. It's, like, 25,000 coins, or it's 10 bucks. Yeah, there's in-game currency, but again, the store rotates every 24 hours, right? Well, I mean, I... And sometimes it's a pain you... in the ass, and it's like all the arbitrary methods that they make that you make you go through to achieve that kind of thing is like really stupid and questionable. But at least it's in-game currency. It's not just like a pay-to-win well, kind of model where yeah. it's just like, oh, can you, you have to. Well, can you buy yeah. the in-game currency? Yeah, you can buy the in-game yeah, currency. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I assume. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's like why they do it that yeah. way. Yeah. So there's there's like gold that you can earn, and then there's like diamond, right? And it's like twenty-five thousand gold or. 500 diamond right you can earn the diamond or you could buy 500 diamond for 599 but again like even even ranking your character up in that game is stupid like i'll have 18 points to work with right and i'll be like hey i'd like to rank up all of these instead of buying be like i want this 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 and this upgrade it all you have to go to that individual thing upgrade it you know like i can upgrade four or five slots in driving like you you upgrade driving best five like, cool. I got to go to chipping. Do I want to, like, I have to individually upgrade each individual thing on there. At the same time, it's fucking annoying. Oh, and by the way, like, if you buy a, a golf grip, right? That golf grip is only specific to, like, drivers or only specific to wedges or hybrids. So I'm like, ooh, I bought a red golf grip. Hey, bitch, that only applies to your putter. <laughs> and you're like, what? No, everything. <laughs> 
hey, that shaft that you bought that's pure gold? Yeah, that only applies to your driver, buddy. Gotta buy the rest of them. You're like, you gotta be fucking shitting me. Well, but at least this is a third person kind of thing, right? Like, what? right? Yeah. It, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, third person. So at least, at least you're seeing the the different you know visual cues for like that makes it worthwhile like games like call of duty where it's a first person shooter you're doing all these stuff to like change your appearance and it's just for everybody else you don't see it ever yeah so like when well when you get shot and you die and then you're you just see your corpse falling over from behind so it's like oh i get the the back view of my awesome corpse for this uh, skin that i purchased it it, irrit- it irritates me beyond no no end how like I remember w- with Borderlands right, Borderlands used to be perfect right, just no no in game buying things the DLCs were there, it, you want a new gun fuck it you killed five enemies you get thirty new guns, pick, <laughs> like like it's I I miss the days of old dude we we talk about that so much every time we do every time we talk video games it's so bad I'm sorry. No. At least in like most genres, that seems to kind of be dying out. Like sports and first-person shooters are kind of the the only games where that actually seems to work. They've tried it in like every genre, and it just keeps backfiring. Yeah. Didn't like with the FIFA series. It's also EA. Well, now it's the FC series or whatever because they don't have the licensing with FIFA anymore. But it's like <laughs> they have that component where it's like you can buy the in-game currency with the real world money but they also have where you, for like their ultimate team thing where you like the card building kind of thing where you're trying to uh you know assemble a squad of players they also have it where you can just naturally through progression in the game get those you know in-game currency so you can buy those coins like the cheap way like the pay to win is like paying real world money and it's like some people will pay hundreds of dollars you know there's one where it's like i don't know how many coins it is but it's like 99.99 for you to buy however many coins and that gets you x amount of packs or whatever but you can play the game without ever spending another cent because you already paid like 60 70 bucks just to buy the game in general and then they want to pay more money to get more packs to be able to to assemble a squad it's like stop milking me (laughs) oh i i can assure you there are people who spend much more than hundreds of dollars on those games eric that's yeah. like they're that's why they do it because all those sports games it's so profitable because there are like just a handful of people who will spend thousands of dollars every year for each iteration of the game yeah to like just unlock all the characters i'm like uh do you know who kurt benkirk is eric i do not he's uh he was like a backup backup for the green bay packers uh like a while ago he uh he started playing madden and like it was amazing to watch him read defenses and read players and people that he was playing online, right? And he'd be playing on all Madden, and he'd just be destroying, you know, the the online team because he was a real world quarterback, so he knew how it would go. Imagine like that guy promoting the game, and then people are like, oh, I want to be as good as Kurt Benkirk. I could be as good as the on the NFL quarterback who got you know who made it in the NFL. I think he was in the NFL for like five six years or some shit like that. Like he was in the real thing. Like oh, I could be as good as him online. I just gotta pay uh, you know nine hundred nine or ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. I can unlock all the packs, get his team, and I can be as good as him. Imagine how many people are gonna pay that off the rip because they have the money. They don't want to invest the time and effort to do the mutt team for that. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Just 
it just feels so much like cheating to <laughs> I would rather, you know, spend more time. Well, I, I don't really like those modes anyway. I mean, FIFA, I've messed around with some of like the ultimate teams, but I know I knew that I was never going to be, you know, one of those guys. It's like, oh, I'm going to spend every moment of my video game playing times playing this mode so I can <laughs> compete against people online playing the same mode. Like, I just, that's not how video games work with me. Welcome to Tarkov. <laughs> Yeah, man, Tarkov seems like a nightmare as far as just time investment. It's it's it it is legitimately fun. It is legitimately fun like when you're tasking, when you when you have an objective, or even like when we're our objective is just a PMC hunt, right? Like it is objectively fun, but when they do these uh <clears throat> when they when they do these special events, I guess you could call them they're just it's disgusting because the last one they took away all the good ammo right mind you i kill people with the with a mid-tier ammo all the time like a lot of the times when i get a kill they're like jared how the fuck did you do that patience (laughs) like i just i patiently waited or uh there's a time when we were fighting a three-man right all three of so you guys know what a flank is right yeah yeah that's all i did i flanked I flanked. They were fighting David, David, Kyle, and Whiskey. I think it's who they were fighting, or, or and Rays. And I just rolled up to the flank, and I'm like, "There's your head. There's your head. There's your head." And like they all three died to me. They're like, "Holy shit! How did you do that?" I was like, "Cause you guys distracted them. Like this is military tactics 101. Not even this is this is military 100. Right? This is the dumb d- dumbed down version. They're distracted by you goobers. So I'm gonna go over here and touch them in the face inappropriately." Like, that's how that works. But, like, when these events come out, people rat. Now, if you don't know what ratting is, basically they play so toxically that they hide in every little nook and cranny. Like, they just wait patiently for you to come by quietly so they can just go, I killed everybody in the hallway, right? Where nobody usually fights. So, like, it gets really bad, toxic. That's when it's bad, Jake, to, to your point. That's when it gets really dumpster juice trash. But, like... Typically, normally, it's it's actually fun because a lot of people are usually going for the same task. David will VoIP people, you know, voice in game. And like, hey, man, we're just trying to grab the golden key. And they're like, oh, well, we grabbed it. Can we come out and finish our mission? And we're like, sure, come out with your knives. And then David finds him. And now we have more people in the community because David was a cool motherfucker, right? Like, so it can be fun. But at the same time, fuck a lot of these events that they do. Yeah, I don't even mean that it sounds unfun, just like. I don't know. There's something in modern games that really bugs me. It's the same with, like, battle passes, where it's just, like, you have this, like, never-ending, like, stream of just, like, a checklist of tasks that is so off-putting to me. (laughs) Just as, like, a... This is just designed to take infinite time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, like, with with some of the older Call of Duty battle passes, you used to be able to make enough in-game currency by doing the battle pass to just buy the battle pass for next season. And so all you have to do is pay for it once. It's nice that they do add new camos, new skins and new stuff like that into it. But I mean, if you're more like Eric is kind of just more of a passive player, as opposed to somebody like me, like, yeah, it's going to take you all season long. But if you're someone like me fucking halfway through the season, ah, I got everything. I'm Gucci. I don't have a life. (laughs) Well, the interest, I mean, I guess, because you were always talking about it before with 
Tarkov, how they every so often they will just wipe like all the progression that you had, all the like your start entire inventory scratch. just goes away. Well, they used to do that, like when you would prestige in Call of Duty, like you would start back over and you'd have to re earn all of those things. It was it, like it, it sucked because you'd be like, oh, I just got like the commando, you know, like I, yeah. I just got used to playing with that and opening it all up. And it's like now if I prestige, I have to go back to and start all over from scratch. But it, it kind of put everybody at the same level, at least. So, I mean, I guess I can understand that from a certain perspective with Tarkov, but that just seems like I've worked so hard and so long to to cultivate all these things together. And now you're just telling me that. <laughs> the developer's just gonna say, "No, fuck you. Start over. All of it's gone." Like, oh, that just seems like a nightmare to me. Well, because I, I guess mm -hmm. I don't, I don't put in the time and effort that you guys do. Like, if you do play it multiple times a week or every single day, like if I was just playing once or twice a week and I got all the stuff, and then they just said, "Oh yeah, at the end of the month, we're just gonna take everything." It's like, ah. so I did all that for nothing. Cool, thanks. Go fuck myself, I guess. So I, it, it seems like it's geared towards a very specific type of player well like it, it wipes every five to se seven months right like so you have plenty of time to rank up get there and like with me i'm i'm at pure killing tasks the the end of the game is just pure killing tasks right where it's just like oh go kill, kill a bunch of pmcs this way or go kill a bunch of pmcs that way and i'm not very good at that as much as david and, and whiskey like to say i am i'm not as good as them where i can go in solo and kill two or three people like i can go in solo get one or two Right. So I'm at that point where I'm like, yeah, let's fucking restart to where I can do those missions that I'm good at. Right. To where I can run the tasks that I'm good at again. And when you completely restart over, it's not just you. It's everybody else. And it's you're like, OK, I got my camouflage again that I'm happy with. I got my hideout to where it needs to be. And each time I've I've, I've kind of been lucky because I came in. This is my third wipe. Each time they've done a wipe, they've added new shit to go for. Um, like before, they didn't have the workout room, right? Now, the last wipe they did. And then this wipe, they expanded upon it as well, too. Um, so there's constantly things that BSG is adding to the game. So each time they wipe, there's new things that you get to try, new weapons that are coming in, and new things that make the game that much better. As opposed to, it's not like Call of Duty where it's like, all right, fucking prestige. Nothing's changed. Nothing's different. Everything's the same. Yeah, same old shit that you're yeah. going for. So I mean, that's that's good from a developer standpoint that they're making new content and, and keeping interest in the game. Because if it was just like this stagnant kind of thing, I think that would get really old really quick. Yeah. Like maybe you'd go through one or two wipes through. Like, well, if it's just the same shit that I have to do, same tasks for the same gear, all over again, why bother? Yeah. Plus, there's just so many other games out there. Like to to Jake's point about like battle passes, it's like. I would like to just play this game knowing that there's a start and a finish and that I can move on to something else. But if there's battle pass, I mean, I guess, again, from a developer standpoint, it's meant to try to keep you engaged in that game, give you something else to strive for to keep playing it. But yeah, there's so many other things to do and enjoy and there's only so much time in the day. So I, I can't be doing that shit. And also my hundred hour JRPGs like they <laughs> <laughs> something has to give there. And it, it's going to be the, the fucking battle pass shooters every time. <sighs> I, I, I miss, I miss Pokemon so much. It's well, still there, bud. It's still there. So I much of that. It's it. like a time sink though, too. It's like, I mean, it can be. Yeah, Pokemon, it really depends on how you want to play Pokemon. Pokemon can be, like, a short, like, 20-hour RPG, 
Pokemon can also be another one of those you can sink literally infinite time into it. <laughs> so my cousin, like, like he do, he does Pokemon Go, and he also well he has a, a kid that they do it with together. So it's something that it's kind of keeps them invested and interested in with it is because it's something they do together, which is cool. But he got he so he lives in the city of Chicago, and they they had a thing where they can they would build a Poke Stop at places that were if you had one of those like free libraries or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so he cre- he bought a bunch of wood and created a free library to put out in front of his house so that he could get a Pokestop in front of his house. That's... Nice. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, he like he's doing some good and he's giving back to the community and also like learned a new skill all for Pokemon, which is cool. But at the end of the day, it's like, you did all this for Pokemon? <laughs> when Pokemon Let's Go first came out, there was a there was a pond that a lot of people would congregate around in, in a park, and there were like four things that they would put Pokestops at to begin with, right? And if you sat just right in one of the corners of each of the pond, you could hit all four Pokestops all at the same time, and they refreshed like every every three to five minutes. So what me and my friends would do is we'd all we'd go out. I'd, this is back when I had um, Harley, my cake, who was like. 25 at the time 26 he didn't like to fly but he'd like to sit and soak in the sun so we'd go out on sunny days he'd sit on my shoulder we'd hit all four pokey stops go down to the end of the park hit the two or three pokey stops there come back hit all the other pokey stops and we would just constantly play pokemon go let's go until our phones died oh by the way we had battery packs so it extended the life out and no yeah it was like really cool like it was it was where everybody goes and like you'd come to the park and it'd be a bright sunny day and you just see like a hundred people there, right? And it's and let, and everyone's got their phones there. You're like, Pokemon, let's go, baby! And people be like, yeah. It just spinning. It was it was dumb. And then of course, like a year later, it died because of COVID. So it's still people are still doing it though. Like he still does it. Like yeah. that whole thing about the the library thing. He just did that within the past like two months. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. Now the people are still into Pokemon Go. Are still really into Pokemon Go. Yeah, I, I, there there was like two ways. There there was like when the game came out and it was obviously like fucking huge, and then a bunch of people fell off. And then I yeah, I feel like COVID like a bunch of other people fell off that were still like casually playing, and now the, the only people are still playing Pokemon Go are like huge Pokemon Go people. Oh yeah, they have these enormous events where it's like we'll try. We normally try to make it a habit of like getting together at least like once a month just to kind of hang out. And he'll be looking at his calendar. It's like, oh, no, I can't do the ninth because I've got a Pokemon Go event. You know, it's like this massive fucking thing. And I'm like, you serious, dude? Like, <laughs> At so, least he's got but, something he's interested in, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. And like I said, because he does it with his kid. So it's really neat. Yeah, that, that is really cool. Pokemon Go was really fun for me until it started involving other people. Once they were like, "Okay, now you can do now you you do like raids with other people," I'm like, "That that's not how I play this fucking game." <laughs> I play this game. I go on walks with my dog, and it's fun to occasionally walk past the thing and swipe and get stuff. <laughs> I don't want to stand around this this fucking real world location with eight strangers to right. fight this fucking Pokemon together. No thanks. <laughs> That's awesome. What's wrong with eight strangers? Absolutely nothing, except that I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> I want to go out on a walk with headphones, not talk to anyone, 
If I walk past someone, I don't even want to look at them. I want to be in my own world, <laughs> listening to some music, ignoring other people's existence entirely. I I almost feel like this is the way. You remember when Ron Swanson learned how to listen to music? Like this is an excellent rectangle, right? You remember that? Mm -hmm. I almost feel like I have to do that now in public because with the earbuds, people will just like talk to you, right? And then like you yep. point, you, so like I uh, the the Logitech headphones that I have now are big and bright and blue and pink, and I put those over the ears. Like I almost feel like you have to wear those headphones nowadays, so people like just don't fuck with you. Yeah, especially like. For, for whatever reason, old people love to talk to me when I'm on walks. And I, as much as I want to be, I, I'm not an asshole, so I'll always stop and talk to them. But, uh, yeah, they, they do not understand the earbud thing, even a little. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be talking to them, like, pointing to them, just still talk to them, like, all right, take these out. <laughs> what you got to do is uh, J-Labs. They make a great pair of headphones. Um what you can do is you can turn on be aware around you. So like you can still hear the music, but when someone talks, you can actually hear them talk. It like picks up the audio through it. Mm -hmm. it the, the audio is, it sounds really weird and distorted, but it is right. really interesting. Uh, it's, it's called their be aware function. It's pretty awesome sauce. That is pretty neat. Yeah. But Jake, yeah, but... You, you know, if you, if you wanted to go for walks and stuff, there are a couple trailers that are open here in, in Stevens point, you know, it's a small, small town. I guarantee you, when you walk around, people won't bother you when you walk your puppy. And you can be close to me, you know? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you you could have been like, oh, offer, but... <laughs> I'll look into that, Jared. I appreciate that. We'll talk offline. And then you just never talk no, offline. No. <laughs> no, Jared. No, I'm no. Doing, doing this on air. No, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not moving to Steven's point, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fair that's fair i uh I'll, I'll put it to you this way i'm i'm surprised i'm not somewhere else with with You've all been talking about it for a while well dude with with all the with all the women that i would ever talk to they're like i will never you're like you're you're coming to me and it's like yeah all right that's fair <laughs> like so <laughs> i just i have that feeling that like in probably about two years i'm not going to be living here anymore I, that's 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 kind of the the shortened, that is the short and long time frame. I think within 365 days, I will not be here in Stevens Point. If things go according to plan, I will not be here. Well, like ideally, like setting aside like other people's stuff, like where where would you like to move if you could move anywhere in the U.S.? If I can move anywhere in the U.S. I know it's going to sound dumb, but like Nevada or Arizona, I think that would be great. Number one, because I don't ever have to worry about winter again. Number two, I could build, like if I had like a porch or a patio or something like that, I could just make like a double net for the boys so they could just hang outside on this giant porch or patio out there, right? And because it's it's like 75 degrees all winter long, or let me let me do the thing. 75 degrees all winter long right they can hang outside just chill outside we've got a patio that we can all just enjoy ourselves and they could actually like have a bunch of fresh air plus i know a lot of people down there like to have big fucking bay windows they can have a big bay window for people to watch people outside because like right now the only action they get is the snow plow and the occasional people that walk their animals throughout the day right so it'd be nice to to have a, a big bay window for them to watch or if I could convince Eric to move, 
come with me. I'll 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 I'll, 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 I'll furnish the basement for you, man. You can live downstairs. I'll, I promise I'll bring you at least one meal a day. I will remember at least one meal a day. Yeah, uh, I don't think the dogs come. would like that. Well, then it's a real hard pass. Then <laughs> the dogs don't like anything like over. 75 80 degrees ah. typically so like yeah definitely uh nevada or arizona really out of the question i i know uh washington and like uh seattle and vancouver that's where natalie lives she was telling me how like it doesn't get that disgustingly cold cold up there because it's technically a rainforest yeah that area would be nice um just to yeah, kind of pacific be, northwest uh, is like yeah. where where i would like to be since since like I was in like high school, but I bet I visited there a couple times and it seems so fucking nice to not have to deal with hundred degree weather or snow. Yeah. And and said I'm in fucking Wyoming, which gets both. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> what what part of the Pacific Northwest? Uh either Washington or Oregon. Uh I like Oregon more. Just uh sort of culturally. I'd I'd rather put up with uh hippies than like the Wyoming, the the Washington, like I don't know, like a anarchist kind of deal. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Right. E either one would be nice. What about you, brother? Where would you where would you meander to if 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 it was? Hey, we'll put you up wherever. Who's we? We'll put you up. Who? <laughs> I, it the universe. It doesn't fucking matter. You just get to go. I want to live here, and then people are like, "Cool gangster, you can have our place." Yeah. Well, I mean, as much as Jake was just talking about uh, how shitty Wyoming is, and like I hear the horror <laughs> stories, it's like Megan loves the mountains, and so like we had always kind of talked about you near know, further out west, like uh, Colorado or Wyoming. I really can't stand Colorado, honestly. I mean, it's like pretty whatever to look at, but cost of living is like incredibly high you can't fucking breathe and everyone's like well it's amazing that you guys have both had talked about longmont because our buddy john lives in longmont so it's like he's always talking about like oh come out to longmont when we visited him it's just like because he was always talking because he grew up here in illinois and then he moved with his wife to to longmont and he's always talking about how incredible it is and we went out there and it was just like yeah when we were in the mountains and everything was cool but longmont is like a fucking real shit town dude it's like yeah it's real worse it's like yeah. a, it's a lot worse than where we live here and it's like how can you think that this is better than illinois because it's like because it's in colorado i was like this is longmont dude like this place fucking sucks yeah longmont and my experience is where people move to colorado to then like move somewhere better once they're like established <laughs> like well, but no even there, it's like, end up in Longmont. <laughs> I mean, his, his house is really nice and it's nice and big. Well, I mean, it's like the perfect space for like him and his kids and like what they were doing. But it's just like everybody's all connected. It's like, like he, they had no like real space of their own. And like I said, the house is a good size, but it's like you pay like half a million dollars practically for this fucking house. It's like I would never, never fucking no. Like just no. So <laughs> I don't know. We had talked about somewhere kind of like in wyoming you know so they would be close to both john and also jake and david and kyle yeah who finally <laughs> appeared on an episode of file entertainment he did indeed it was fun 
They got drunk. <laughs> yep. But he also added some really good insight. Not to say that I was surprised that he would add so much insight, but I didn't know like what his <laughs> his relationship with the music, honestly, and like how much he would even really care. Like he had some really good comments with that. So I was very, very pleased that Kyle's joining and would be open to it again. Don't let him know that. Well, he's getting an invite every single Friday then. Um, dude, I remember when I did go to Colorado, fucking, I, I we walked up like a half, a, the tiny little bit of a mountain, and I was just like, <sighs> I'm like, I basically sat down, and I was like, Justin, Emily, just, just go, just go, I'm fucking, I'm dead. And like, I just <laughs> laid down on a rock and waited for them to wake me up. <laughs> it's like we went uh, into the Rocky Mountains, like we drove up into their like rocky mountain national park and it was beautiful i mean like the scenery is incredible like the mountains are great but it's like yeah you struggle to breathe you can't fucking pay for anything like like the place that they always would go to is boulder which is like a bunch of just like pretentious hippie asshole pieces yep. of shit like yeah i couldn't fucking stand it and it's like oh gee i get to like not be able to afford to live and deal with all these assholes mm, hard pass count me out that's fair <laughs> my brother after living there for four or five years came back to visit me he's like hey man you ever had nut cheese it's like what he's like nut cheese it's like the shit you scrape off your balls he's like no like it's cheese that's made from nuts man i can make you some good nut cheese i'm like justin it, you like dude you were too deep and then we went to uh the hilltop pub here in, in point right and uh he the waitress is like uh talking to us taking all of our orders and I just, I ordered the mushroom burger because I'm a vegetarian at this time. I'm like, ah, just give me the mushroom veggie burger, right? And my brother goes, hey, do you know where this is sourced from? And I'm like, Justin, this is fucking Wisconsin. This is a pub in the middle of Stevens Point, Wisconsin. They don't know where it's sourced from. Ma'am, I'm sorry, he's a hippie from Colorado. And she's like, oh, it's okay. I can go ask the chef. And I was like, he'll have the mushroom burger. Just, it's fine. Just take the cheese off of it because I know it's not nut cheese, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it it uh it, it yeah he's he's a protest yeah uh blue loves to no you're gonna run away now no dude they'll do this while i'm on phone calls for those of you, you think who someone are... acknowledged me i'm yeah. out <laughs> for those of you who are watching on spotify the video thank you uh you can see blue for about two seconds there they'll come and like he'll walk on my microphone during the morning meetings and try to preen my beard he loves the That's taste awesome. of coffee dude because <laughs> like i get coffee in my mustache and so he tries to find the mustache hairs it's got some res residual coffee on it <laughs> he's a little crack whore i love you buddy <laughs> but yeah i i could i could never do like a hippie community like i know that out in like vancouver and uh um you know out in kind of the pacific northwest i know that you'll run into people like that but like it's oh, yeah. a, a good it's a but it's going to be a good mix of like normal people people like J jake there you know where it's just like everybody fuck off i'm gonna do my own thing and then you got a couple hippies who knows maybe i'll learn uh, something now oregon's like notoriously like a lot of weirdos which <laughs> i find appealing but i can also understand why other people are like i, I never want to be there <laughs> i mean like from a like a ideological political standpoint i mean i would definitely gravitate more towards those those hippies and their mindset more so than you know like the the real uber right-wing kind of thing because i always wanted to i'd lived in florida when i was in the military and i always kind of had aspirations of going back but it's just like 
that place what a fucking shit show like i would never go there now like it <laughs> even to even want to go there for like uh a vacation is just like do i really like so i i don't know like the whole being more towards like uh out there more towards like the hippies i i guess but just like the smell of patchouli and the con like the end of Birkenstocks. Yeah, yeah there, there's downsides. Like, there's downsides. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> for mm. sure. Hey, Siri. <laughs> What's patchouli? Patchouli is a species of flowering plant in the family Lineaceae, commonly called the mint or genital family. Why is that a bad smell? Uh, it's just very strong and distinctive. <laughs> Oh, like marijuana. Yeah. Okay, I got. Well, you. it's like that. Well, it's like the people that were like before, like weed was so like culturally kind of prevalent, and before it was like legalized in a bunch of states, people would like all those hippies would sit there and smoke weed, but then they're like, "I'm gonna cover it with the smell of patchouli." It's like we know what you were fucking doing. We're not idiots. Like you do, and do you think that patchouli <laughs> is that much better than weed? And and now it's both. Like you just go out in public, and it's just like I'm smoking weed patchouli <laughs> or patchouli weed rather. My yeah, that, that is a problem with Colorado too. As, as someone who hates the smell of weed, just like so much, just like walking around, it's like the the city, this entire city, fucking reeks <laughs> <laughs> because so many people are smoking constantly. I don't. It's everywhere. It's just like I mean, I we used to smoke cigarettes, and that is just like I can understand now as a non-smoker, like the just the stink and the reek of cigarette smoke. But people smoke weed like it's like. A cigarette. Like, oh, cigarettes make me disgusting, but weed is so much better. It's like, no, that's fucking gross, too. Like, I, I don't want to smell either of them. I, I will say kissing kissing somebody who smokes weed is a lot better than a cigarette kiss. I'll tell you that right now. Especially if it's a menthol Fair. cigarette. <laughs> Can't confirm that part, but the rest, true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, shit. It's the thing of, like... When people are smoking weed, like people who smoke weed for the most part, like like the smell of it. So, so in their mind, it's not a bad thing. It's the same with people who fucking vape, which also just fucking reeks. <laughs> I hate it so much. But, but like to the people doing it, it's just like so in their head that it's a good smell. But that they're like, I don't understand. Why would anyone have a problem with it? Well, yeah. it's too pungent. Like when it's orange, it's fucking orange. Like when it's a passion fruit, it's passion fruit. Right. But what what about the smell? Don't you like like I mean, I'm not a big proponent of pot. I don't really like marijuana that much, but like I don't mind the smell. I think it smells awesome. I, it just stinks to me. I, yeah, it's just a bad smell. Like It it smells like fucking skunk, which people acknowledge and then still like. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, like, actually I would prefer skunk like like obviously, mm. you know, that's one of the. the the smells that is kind of like universally detested but it's like if if you run across like skunk roadkill i still think that that smells better than you know what weed are you weed. guys finding uh, skunk weed is yeah skunk weed smells really really bad but like when you get the it good all smells shit, bad no it no terrible. no it, it, it all smells terrible james Agree to disagree, assholes. Agree to disagree. Get your feet off there. That's hot. And I am a proponent of, of, like, I think weed should be legal, and I have no problem with people using it, but fucking do it in your house so I don't have to fucking smell it. Okay. <laughs> Check this out. Stop Boys. attacking me. Stop attacking me. Yeah, this is, this is what happens yeah. on the regular with my fucking PC. 
I get <laughs> Well, the camera is really warm, too. And I think because, like, I don't know why Blue likes to sit on top of the camera. But, like, as I first start the, the morning meetings, when I turn on my camera and everything, he'll sit on top of it with his little toesies. And I can kind of tell when the camera gets too warm because he'll hop off of it. Sorry. He's not... like, I'm warming my cloaca. Yeah. <laughs> Getting ready for your butt, buddy, huh? My gay... <laughs> two gay best friends they, they are butt buddies i swear to god they're, they're the best <laughs> the bestest of friends nothing wrong with that Jim. no no i never said there was <laughs> i never said there was what? i don't know why you got to call out your birds for being gay like just let them be who they are dude they've been gay for they've been gays for like the last five years i've watched them fuck it's kind of unsettling <laughs> well dude like i'll look up from a phone call and i'm like oh they're fucking cool and they just go back. The first time I saw it, dude, I was like, the fuck is that? And so, like, I took out my phone and I recorded it and I threw it on the subreddit. I was like, I have an inkling of what this is. What is this? And they're like, horny bonk. I was like, cool. I just recorded a sex tape. <laughs> immediately deleted the video. Immediately deleted the post. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I filmed you guys fucking. Yeah, I did. <laughs> That's a great time to segue. Advice. Don't record people having sex without their consent. That's a great piece of advice for everybody out there. Good advice, Jared. Good advice. <laughs> so is it worse because they're also technically brothers? Like, is it also like a... Dude, no, they're not brothers. They, they, they're they're, they're brothers. Yeah, they're like stepbrothers, okay? <laughs> I mean, I mean, technically... If Helios was a female, they could have babies. Technically, I think their 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 species are correct. But if it was flipped, where Helios was the male and Blue was the female, it might not work. It meant to be hmm. a joke, Jared. Like you know, because they're you call them like you know. You said that you're the father to Helios and oh, Mister Blue and yeah. Third, and which good case would make them brothers. They're stepbrothers, so. and stepbrothers is it's. I mean, it's it's the only kind of correct incest. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no worries. My God. For those of you that hang out after the entire hour of bullshit talk, welcome. This is the great part. It's phenomenal. Are you keep wanting to take up? What? I don't know. Megan keeps saying like to bring up California. Like, oh, okay. okay. Bring up. Well, yeah. she can come on. She's always welcome. What about California, Megan? When now, when you were talking about like where we would go, so it's oh. like there's been talk about maybe we got to California. Well, this is the advice section. She's a little late. A little late. She's always welcome to. <laughs> she's always welcome to chime in because I know you guys do that dual headset thing that I proposed to you. Which, by the way, thank you for taking my advice on that. That's great. But yeah, no, she's always always welcome to join in and talk on this podcast whenever she fucking wants. Hear that, babe? She's nodding her head. Yes. Okay. She. She chooses to remain mute. Awesome. I love you, Megan. Uh, what is the biggest surprise growing up from a small person to a, in my case, non-functioning adult? But what is what is the biggest, this is coming from Ask Women. The question is, what is your biggest surprise from growing up as a little girl to a grown woman? So let's gender bend it and go, what's your biggest surprise from a kid to now being an adult? Uh, Jake, let's start with you. You're, you're no. stroking the beard of thought. Fuck. Uh... <laughs> Um, I, I don't fucking know. I, I, I'm always terrible at these questions, Jared. Okay. 
Never call on me first. All right, I'll call on you first every single time. <laughs> Eric. Son of a bitch. <laughs> What what was what was your biggest surprise from growing up to being a kid, from from just that. adulting? I mean, like how much you're just kind of expected to like be a kid and then grow up as a kid and go through school, but then just like once you reach eighteen or whatever, like as an adult, you're just expected to know. Like even though we weren't taught in school about like how to, you know balance checkbook or any kind of stuff i mean we had like you know accounting classes or whatever but i mean it was never really like this is what you should do and this is like you're just expected to kind of like know all these things and just like even go into like the dmv or just like doctor's appointments just is like can i be a little kid and like have my parents take me <laughs> or whatever like i like i have to i'm just expected to do all this now as an adult and just like there's no kind of like even like grace period it's just like you're a kid, you're an adult, get, get into the workforce and, you know, do all these things that you weren't thinking about two weeks ago. Now they're all your responsibility and no one's here to help you. Go fuck yourself. Dude, the, like I heard it all the time, like an e economic class, right? Or econ or whatever you want to, whatever you had, right? The the cooking and the cleaning, the, the, the scheduling a checkbook. Like I used to hear that argument way back in the day where it's like, oh, we should teach kids this. And like when I was 19, 20, grown, like in the military where I was just like, I mean, I still kind of coddled a little bit in the military because they were like, go here, sleep here, eat here, do this, you know, like this is your schedule. And then like you'd have that little bit of free time. And like, I feel like I was slowly transitioned into being an adult because I would basically had my hand held for me all the way through because I decided to deploy, deploy as soon as I got there. So like I was very still regimented and scheduled. But then once I was let free, I look at it now and I'm like, Oh, learning how to schedule a checkbook, you know, or, or balance a checkbook or, or setting up a schedule or like doing the normal things as an adult where they're like, hey, you need to go see dental, go to dental and get yourself an appointment. And it's like, oh, I, it's not just made for me. And so like it was like a slow progression into it. That would have been so useful to like do that shit like your senior year, like, oh, this is your schedule. You set your schedule, right? You can set who goes where. Like, I have English first off or math first off. Like, doing something like that to just get you prepped and ready to be an adult. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. 110%. Like, I literally go, I have to wash the boys' dish. I don't have to wash their dish every night, right? Like, they're birds. They eat their own poop sometimes. I've seen them do it. So, like, washing their, their water dish every night doesn't yeah, need Did to you also done. record that, too? No, I didn't record that. I was like, you guys are fucking <laughs> gross. Um, but, like, I'll go grab my water dish, and I'm like, I'm just going to go rinse it, right? I get to the I get to the the sink and I'm like, well, I'm here. I might as well wash it. Like that is my biggest thing that I've learned as an adult. Like, just forcing yourself to do the smallest things to get to the end point. Like, here's my goal. Here's where I'm at. I need to slowly get to that goal and then just do it. Right. Like that's the that's the the hard the biggest surprise that I found is now that I'm free, I don't have to do shit. <laughs> and it's it's like wow like watching my parents do things when i was a kid i'm like wow i wonder how much motivation and and willing willpower it took for them to do the things that they they made themselves do that was my biggest surprise jake are you ready for an answer yeah I, i'm ready now okay uh kind of going along with what you guys have been talking about like like for me the, the big one that i feel like i just was completely unprepared for is like uh professionalism like especially in, in terms of like the, the big one for me is like anytime i have to send a professional email still to this day i feel like i have no fucking idea what i'm doing 
<laughs> like I said that I'm like I, I write up the email with like all the information I'm like this this feels too informal like is there something I need to be adding <laughs> it, it just never feels right I feel the same way about like phone calls and, and stuff like that like I don't know it, it feels like there's this set of like formal professional rules and like I no matter how much I like look into it and like experience it, it always feels like there's a set of rules that I just am incapable of knowing. <laughs> so I, I think that's like the biggest surprise for me. Society has changed though so much too since like I mean going back to even like World War II, you had all these people that were like kind of thrust into this you know war, like they were drafted into a place that they didn't want to go, and then they're sent halfway around the world to fight a battle that they you know whatever and then they, they survive and then they come back and it's just like they're they've seen some shit you know and now they're like full-ass adults that like starts a family and buys a house that for three grand or whatever and then that's they they live and they i feel like that was like a weird set of extenuating circumstances that we luckily didn't have to you know go through with our generations but it's like we're kind of so far behind where they were because at like at 40 those people were like seasoned and they had like mm -hmm. almost adult children of their own that were then possibly having kids and like they were already grandparents by the time that they reached my age and it's like like even the people that like the boomers and everybody that, that came after them like even the people that, that grew up in the, in the 60s and the 70s like are folks kind of had it different where i think like you know i make more money than my dad ever did but i feel like our lifestyle and like what we're doing now is just so much different because the cost of living has increased and just society has changed so much that it's just so much different like people wonder how why you know guys in their in their 30s aren't buying houses or they're not starting you know, families as soon as the previous generations is because it's so cost prohibitive to do so. You know, houses are like, what's the median cost for a house on a market? 200 grand, 300 grand, where it's like, even in the 60s and 70s, it's like, you can get a house for $50,000. And it's just, it's so much different now. Yeah. And like salaries haven't gone grown exponentially, whereas, right the cost of everything else has so it's just we i feel like we're so much further behind than like what our parents and our grandparents were but that's not of our making so dude i, I looked into buying a home here recently now nah, hard pass like hard pass like <laughs> my the, the what they want so for the house that i wanted and the payment that they wanted to make me have with everything and all the bullshit, even with the help of the VA and stuff, I was like, no, hard pass. I'm okay. I'm not. I'm not gonna pay like a thousand dollars, nine hundred dollars a month for a home here in Stevens Point. It's fucking stupid. It's just, it's not worth it anymore. And like, I love to your point, uh, Eric, where like the 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 dudes that came back from like World War One, World War Two. Uh, I forget what TV show. I think it was. Um, oh God, it wasn't. It was the Pacific, right? the the pacific version because there's band of brothers and then there was pacific and one of the guys that you kind of mainly followed coming back from the pacific like he was gonna go to college right and they're like oh what'd you do in the militaries ma'am i was infantry 
and like she kept like trying to poke and prod him and he goes i got real good at killing japs you got something like that i'm good at that and then like she was like flabbergasted it's like oh fuck it's like yeah no that's that's what war was war was you know killing people there was some engineers yes but like the main people that did that were that and so they had to transition and learn well but that was a different breed right that was buckle up and shut the fuck up right well yeah there was no like obviously all these guys had ptsd and you know had seen some shit but that was not like a diagnosis that this was like oh you're yellow or you're a sack of shit like like you just said just suck it up and go on with your life it's like all these people were just like mentally crippled from the shit that they had to endure to just survive and especially if you had to be one of those people that was forced to take someone else's life like how do you reconcile that like how do you then just go on and punch in and punch out and a nine to five so that's what i was saying like i'm so thankful that we didn't have you know that like necessity like we weren't all kind of drafted in some like world war that we were forced to be a part of but it's just like we've got our own shit too that we have to deal with you know it's just a, it's a completely different set of circumstances that our, our parents and our grandparents i think don't even understand that it's just like i don't want to go into the whole big spiel again but it's just like they they wonder why we're not at the same place that they are like why we don't have you know thousand like multiple thousands of dollars is like in the bank chilling like they did it's just like because fucking milk costs 14 <laughs> times what it costs you like yeah. what are you talking about Dude, I love talking to my mom. She's always like, oh, you, sh- you could be living here doing this or doing that. I'm like, mom, I don't think you fucking get it. Like, yeah, I don't have a kid. There's a reason, like, or let me rephrase it. I don't have a family. I don't have a family because <laughs> uh, Jared does have a kid. But, like, I don't have a family that's living with me, right? Like, even though, yes, I, I paid child support. I do everything I'm supposed to do. But, like, even if that kid was living with me, like, I realize why people don't have kids anymore. Like, I realize why people live singly. And, and I realize, like, to Jake's entire family like dave and kyle jake you know and everybody just all lives together in this giant fucking mansion and it's like yeah because that's more cost pro like that's 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 a better uh cost to benefit ratio right they all have their own rooms they kind of have all have their own place but it's just like they're living in wyoming and i'm not like trying to diss you guys here but like if i could make what you what i make now and live in a place where rent and, and shit is that cheap to live at, in a big place oh fucking gangster like that's that's what the adults in the, the previous society lived and now they're like i wonder why you guys can't function like adults it's because like being adult is so much more different nowadays it's all fucked up <laughs> you're here <laughs> i am curious though uh speaking of of everything being fucked up it, it uh again coming from ask women women have read it if you had to introduce one rule into the world what would it be so let's uh Let's bend it here. Uh, men of nobody's listening, and Megan, if she wants to join in, what is one thing that you would change uh, as a rule to introduce into the world? I already have my answer. So if nobody knows, or Jake, do you want to go first, bud? Uh, the, if you're engaging in a fucking stinky ass substance, do it in your own house. <laughs> to refer back to our earlier conversation. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Um, if if you had to introduce one rule into the world, what would it be? I wish people couldn't lie. Like one rule, you cannot lie. There's no, you are not able to lie, in the court system, right? Outside of court, outside of everything, go ahead, be you, do whatever you do. But if you are being charged with a crime, it's like the lasso of truth, right? You cannot tell a lie. 
this would make that, things... that already a rule, Jared. Yeah, it's, it is already yeah, a rule. But how many how many people don't actually tell the truth? Well, you know what I mean? Well, but so like, how do you enforce that? Because if like if you're saying the lasso like, of truth, bitch. Well, what's that like? Uh, that Ricky Gervais movie, like uh, what the invention it? of lying. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where it's like people are incapable of lying until he realizes that he actually has that capacity. And so he can just lie to anybody and everybody because they're so not used to lying. They're used to everybody just saying, just being matter yeah. of fact, he's able to, to get away with so much. But it's like, how do you how would you turn that off? Like, how would you make it so it was just strictly because the last the last. Yeah. OK, fine. It's a lasso of truth. Right. Like if, if someone's like. Eric, did you shoot that person in the face instead of going, no, no, I didn't. You know, like you, you genuinely have to tell the truth. There's, there's literally nothing that is stopped. I guess this is more like a wish or whatever, but like, it's like the lasso of truth, right? Like if you shoot somebody in the face, you're like, yeah, I shot that bastard in the face. Of course I did. Right. Like it just, you, you're, you're, you're compelled so much so to tell the truth while you're in court that you are incapable of doing it no matter how hard you try. I think that this would streamline the court system, and this would solve a fuck ton of problems. That, so you this... just want the D and D spell zone of truth around every courthouse? <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Is it that hard? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I'd go with. I think that'd be great. Both of those are very good. Um. I don't know. You got anything, babe? She says no. I, hmm. I'll just double down on Jake's answer. It it should be legal. Like there should be no kind of like legal ramifications for it. But like, just fucking make all the drugs. Leave it to yourself. (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't think mine should be like a, a law. I think it should just be like a common courtesy rule of like if you do this, you're an asshole. Oh, but like, like we, so many, we've been going to more concerts uh, frequently, and obviously there's a no smoking, like, ban in public places, but people are still fucking vaping, and they're still, like, ripping weed, and it's like we were at a Better Than Ezra concert, and it's just like you smell weed everywhere. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, so you're just above the law, and you're above, like, the whole no smoking thing in a public place, and you just think that it's cool, because I'm going to toke up wherever I want, man. Like, Fuck you. Vaping isn't smoking, though, Eric. Didn't you know that? <laughs> That's some horse shit, too. Uh, final but one. no, I said these were people like actually with like joints because it's like it wasn't just like the vape smell. Like you smelled weed. People were smoking weed. So I do not care. That's fair. <laughs> Last one from Ask Women. What lives rent free in your head? What lives rent free in your head? Uh, so much. All of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> so much fucking useless comic book knowledge that just is at the forefront of my brain in literally every situation. Which and it's very rarely helpful. <laughs> Stupid bird facts. Stupid, just just the dumbest dumbest bird facts. IT knowledge as well too like i'm i literally my name is jared it and then my last name 
uh, at work. Like, I am the IT guy. They were like, hey, we got to make sure everyone's computer works. Hey, Jared, you have a new task. I was like, fucking no, you can do that. Now you know what you're talking about. Okay. And then, like, I love because IT is not, like, black and white. I'm like, yeah, that should work. Like, no, no more of this should. It will or it won't. I'm just like, Chris, the amount of time, energy, and effort it's going to take to explain to you why my answer is it should work is I don't have that in the day for you. I don't. I don't. And I don't want I – don't, I don't have the energy to tell you. It's like, it's just got to be black and white. I was like, fine. Everybody needs a top to your computer then. Like, fucking – your computer won't work then. I guarantee it. <laughs> so – yeah, just dumb bird facts, IT, and game knowledge. Well, at least, I mean, that that stuff is all, like, practical. Like, bird facts will actually, you know, potentially keep your birds alive. Nobody's and, like, cared. IT stuff is just, like, a real-world kind of, like, it's a, a good skill to have. I've where it's, like, more I'm, I'm more along with uh, Jake, where it's just, like, random stuff, they, you know, from a, a media property that nobody else cares about. Like, that's what you, like, have extensive knowledge of. That's, that's not serving anybody. Like, I have so many... Just random, just different trivia stuff from all from media, movies, and music, and, and TV, and history, and video games, and but it's just like, yeah, it comes in handy at a, a trivia night, but it, like real world capacities, like I don't have a a chance to kind of just use that for any kind of good. So, my IT knowledge, I've only done, I've only, I pissed off one of the other supervisors yesterday. It was great. I was like, hey, because she got new satellite internet, right? I was like, we just let somebody go because they had satellite internet, right? And she's like, <laughs> oh, my God, really? I was like, yeah, it's going to be trash. And they're like, oh, my other supervisor, he was fine with it. I was like, he's stupid. Like, I, I hate to tell you, but your boss is dumb. <laughs> like, your boss is not the smartest individual on this. And then I, I had to make her get new internet. Hi, buddy. He's waving at you. You don't care whatsoever. He doesn't. He can care less. <laughs> he was looking. He's... He's, I don't know, he's eating his foot, but before he was like, uh, <laughs> he turned his head. And... Yeah. This is what they'll do sometimes. They'll they'll preen themselves when they're, yeah, you want the beard? You going to nibble it? Yeah, you are. Hi, bud. <laughs> that's awesome. Ow. He gets addressed. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what he does. He he likes the beard. You, you taste coffee? No, he's chewing. I, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. He, I don't know, man. Like, he's a good grooming. <laughs> he, he grooms me. I thank you, man. Uh Next question. Never confuse education with intelligence. You can have a PhD and still be an idiot, stated Richard uh, Fenneman. What are some real-life examples of that? Never confuse education with intelligence. You can have a PhD and still be an idiot, uh, stated Richard uh, Fenneman. What are some real-life examples? I, 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 I don't know. Everything that comes out of my fucking mouth. <laughs> so much of my education in history is like focused specifically on like american pop culture specifically post-world war ii american pop culture which is like such just stupid fucking knowledge about about like such a useless thing I mean, I'd have to kind of agree with that because at the same point in time, like, I'm very good at what I do, but for, like, the last two years, I didn't know anything. Like, sometimes I don't even know what I'm talking about. Like, I... thank yes. you. Please don't do that. 
Um, like I'll be talking about a specific plant type and I'm just like, I don't know what the plant looks like. I've never seen it in real world. I know how to, I know how, I know what to do with it, but yeah, like, so I get, sir, I'm going to fucking kick you off. Do it again. But like, that's, that's, that's the whole point. Like I'm quite knowledgeable about everything that I do for work, uh, in, in terms of lawn care, but like some of the plants never fucking seen them before. Don't really know what they look like. I just know what they're called and I know how to kill them. Like, I'm good at that. Like, don't confuse how how intelligent I am at building you a program. When you're like, "Hey, what about this? Never seen that in my life. Don't know what that is." Well, Jared, that's that's this common thing. Fucking cool. Use this to kill it then. Like, what do you want? Like, I know just enough to get by. Like, I'm smart enough to do it. So, I'm a prime example. Um. I know this makes for riveting audio. I know it does. Uh, hmm. Do you have <laughs> the Jeopardy music queued up, Jerry? Yeah. I, don't. I don't. I was just I thinking, don't. like, Jake and I, and David as well, we just re recorded recently an episode about Third Rock from the Sun. And, like, he's a physics professor. And so, obviously, he's a new. And also, they're aliens. So, he's this interdimensional being. So obviously, incredibly intelligent, but learning like how humans work and the human condition they're they're stupid they have like no common sense and so i think that's a, like a lot of what you see with like really uber educated people is like they're incredibly book smart but they have no idea how to read people they have like not like the whole quote unquote street smarts kind of thing they have no common sense whatsoever uh just What's the extent, like the an example that my buddy had told me about, like uh, this guy had multiple, like, like doctorates, like multiple PhDs, just like he had been going to school for ever and like didn't know that you had to like remove the uh, like the gas station, not or like the gas nozzle from the tank before, like just pulling away, just like how do you how do you get all these doctorates and then you don't realize that you can't just like drive away with the fucking nozzle still in your like tank like I, really and it wasn't just like uh forgetting just because i mean that happens like you know people just sometimes forget like whatever go into the store and then come back out and then just drive away no this is like did they had no comprehension that that was something that I was supposed to be doing it's like mm, how have you made it this far <laughs> how <do> you... <laughs> so People, uh, yeah, fair. What is it? There, there's a difference between book smart and street smart. There's a, and then there's a wide, wide gap. <laughs> there, there was a, there was a question, but I'm not sure. Like, not sure because like this comes from Ask Reddit. It's like, what are some scary secrets to working as a as a hooker? And I was like, I was gonna bend it because like we know about that. Like we know about some of the downfalls of it. But it's gonna be like, what are some scary secrets? you know, about the type of work that you do or something along those lines. Some of the downfalls of it, Jared? What are some of the downfalls of it? No, like, what are some of the um, scary secrets? All of it. Yeah, all of it. <laughs> but that that's what I was like, because, like, with, with my whole thing, it, like, what are the, some some of the scary secrets as to working in, like, my industry in lawn care? You know, like, it's not really a scary secret, and I was, like, trying to find a way to spin it, but it's just, like, I don't know. Just fucking do what we tell you to do. Like, it's not that difficult. Like, like when, when people go to a mechanic, right? And, like, 
the mechanic finds a couple of things wrong with the vehicle. Like, you should probably change this and this and this. And it's like, well, no, I, I can't afford that, so I don't want to do it. And then, you know, of course, they get into a wreck or the car, like, completely breaks down and it's, everything's kind of fucked. It's it's kind of the same thing with lawn care. It's like, we, we tell you to do this and this and this, and then you don't do it, and then you wonder why your car breaks down, or you wonder why your lawn looks like shit. And there's there there aren't really some scary secrets in in working that industry. So I was, like, trying to caveat that, and I didn't know. Because I know you do a bunch of big machinery shit, don't you, Eric? I do. Yeah, stuff that they can legitimately kill you. And we have all these, like, safeguards in place, like literal guards and light curtains that will shut the equipment off if they bypass them. But so many... And, like, obviously there's rules and also the the threat of, like, uh, <laughs> like uh, lawsuits and everything in the U.S. And so the, all that stuff has to be in place. But uh, we had a, a customer in Turkey that I had the very displeasure of uh, being there in in the flesh along with a couple of my field service guys and it was just like i think i've talked about it on here before like it was like it's very close to the syrian border and turkey and syria you know don't like each other and so we were like and we were directly in the flight path like we would see military jets going out like fully loaded with ordnance and then coming back later in the day with nothing on them it's like they just dropped bombs and shot missiles (laughs) and whatever the fuck else and we're right in the flight path. If like one of those errantly falls, like we're fucked. We could not get out of there soon enough. But anyway, like, and they could not give less of a shit about their people or their, what it, like they disabled all the light curtains. They took off all the guards. Like the machine is actively running like 200 sheets a minute with the, you know, shear coming down and cutting sheets. And guys are in there just like with their hands. It's like, you are, you're an idiot. But it's like something happens where it's like, Someone gets their like fingers chopped off. Well, that guy goes home for the day, gets you know two hundred bucks added to his bank account, and they just find someone else to kind of fit the bill. Like they don't care. So, but then it's the same thing. It's not really like a secret. Like we we make it very well known. Like this can harm you if you don't pay attention, and it's up to them whether they care or not. So, yeah, whether they give a shit. Jake, is there anything riveting or scary in the journalism world? Yeah, well, I wouldn't call what I do journalism. <laughs> I am a freelance writer. Uh, and, and, and again, it's not really necessarily a secret, but I feel like I feel like a lot of people don't realize like how on the verge of collapse like every website is right now. Like, there's so many like slacks and, and like emails and stuff of where it's just like. The, this, this company is like hanging on by the skin of its teeth like pretty much all of them are are like functioning that way right now and like have been for the last few years which is a uh, kind of terrifying right wow <laughs> but it's it's why it's like not surprising me that like so many like gaming sites especially have been like shutting down over the last few years because like i'm behind the scenes like watching sites like i've I've written like a couple things for websites that like my stuff never even got published because the site like went down okay before it could be (laughs) and and, like it feels like every company is kind of like one bad month away from shutting down jesus how does that work from a writer's standpoint like do you get paid just for submitting that or do you only get Uh, paid if it's published i have gotten paid for everything i've written but i know a lot of people that uh just yeah they 
they write stuff and then never get paid and that's true even for stuff that's not shutting down like because there there's like no protections as like a contract worker you 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 don't have any recourse if someone fucks you over like you 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 get paid what you get paid and sometimes you have to fucking hound people to be like hey i wrote this thing three months ago i've been emailing you once a week am i getting paid for this and a lot of times uh people just don't (laughs) maybe you should set up an automatic emailer for somebody who doesn't pay you to to email them once a morning and once (laughs) an evening and then just keep it going until it's over and done with Little, little IT solution. I, I, I haven't had too many problems. I like I've had some stuff that was like late payment. I had to like email an editor and be like, "Hey, like I haven't been paid," and they're like, "Oh shit!" And then like a week later, I get paid. But I, I've definitely seen other people's horror stories of like, "Yeah, I I got paid today for the thing I wrote two years ago." Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, isn't that just remarkable too? Like I, we were talking before about just like the societal changes and how different things is. I mean, like major cities used to have multiple newspapers and some of them would put out multiple editions. There was like a morning and an evening edition yeah. of multiple papers. And now it's like even those big cities, like maybe they have one sustainable paper. If not, sometimes they're just like only online. Like they didn't put out like physical print editions anymore it's just like so much of our lives now is revolved around the internet which is obviously a good thing but it's also like it's been a bad thing like brick and mortar stores too like how many different like physical stores that there used to be or like shopping malls and now malls are just complete fucking ghost towns because everybody buys and shops online it's just apparently they're coming back though eric oh really yeah yeah, malls are like having a little resurgence, resurgence post-COVID. I think because people are wanting to physically do stuff again. I'm not, I mean, we have a gigantic have literally mall. not being able to. We have like one that's fairly close to us. It's enormous. I mean, it's nowhere near like the size of Mall of America, but um, Woodfield Mall in Schaumburg, it's it's huge. And uh, Mark visited it when he was out, and he liked it. It's like multiple floors, and it's like really cool really cool place and i was kind of surprised to see how hopping that was but the mall that's local to us is just like you know mile down the road (laughs) megan and i went there fairly recently and there was like all like all the major ones that had been there like sears and carson perry scott and um forget what what else there was that bookended it like kohl's is still open Mm -hmm. but it's like and they have a a movie theater but it's like inside the mall, like they don't even have a food court anymore. Like there was like two quinceanera stores where you could buy like quinceanera dresses and that, and then like one of the, like the, the jewelers and then like, that was it. There was like fucking nothing else. Oh, I think it like maybe like a smaller like shoe store, but, but, but think of it this way. Like, yeah, you can order everything. And I like that, that was, that was the greatest thing about online shopping is that what if the mall didn't have what you wanted, right? You could just, you knew that if you went online, you could get it. Right now, I'm not going to lie. If I can, like, if I can go to Walmart.com, go, oh, Walmart has this in stock. Instead of ordering it on Amazon, where I know it's like two or three dollars cheaper, I will go get it right now. Like that is one of the biggest things that's changed for me since COVID. To Jake's point, like, if I can go get it right the fuck now, 
and know that I can go get it right now and leave the house, I'm going to do that, right? Like, before, I used to not want to go out, and I'm slowly now like, okay, I need to leave the house, like, two to three times a week. This is dumb, sitting inside doing nothing, even if, even if it's just five minutes for lunch, you know? There obviously is an incredible convenience of being able to order anything online because every store literally everywhere in the world is available at your fingertips, and then you, you can get it for pretty cheap just to ship it to you sometimes free mm -hmm. but um it's still there is like uh, there was always a pleasure i mean to your point of like just going out and like having it immediately and just like having it physically in your hands was always kind of neat but i may still. be going to the mall of america speaking of that this summer maybe going there could be fun could be a little fun go see all of five people that are existing there that'd be great <laughs> I think that was is another one that actually still does pretty good business. There were I was reading an article about them uh, investing even more money. I think they already have like a roller coaster there, and I think that they're also trying to put like a a full fledged water park that's there also, and some other stuff like to the tune of you know multiple millions of dollars that they're going to be investing into it. So they must be doing pretty good business. Although unfortunately, Hulk Hogan's uh, pasta restaurant. That used to be at Mall of America. No longer in operations. So what? Sorry. What a shame. <laughs> I kind of knew that. I, I, I hope that was replaced by another wrestler's restaurant. That would be. <laughs> <laughs> That's annoying. God, I would I would have loved to just try the, the Hulkster's Pasta Carbonara. That would have been great. Uh, That's like Randy Savage's ribs or something. It's <laughs> Uh, final question here today. What is the most knowing thing the human body just kind of does randomly? What is the most knowing thing the human body just kind of does randomly? I would like to answer that question first and foremost. Uh, getting sick or, like, being hurt? Like, because I, I, I rem there, there's that veteran joke, right, that's out there. It's like, well, how much do you hurt? Ah, oh, just the normal amount, doctor. And, you know, the, the doctor's like, well, the normal amount, Jared, is zero. That's what you should be feeling, is zero pain. And, like, it's not uncommon for me to wake up and take like 200 milligrams of Advil every day just because I hurt. But like, I love just like, you're doing great. It's a great Friday. I just finished a final entertainment. I listened to some good music. Jake was on, you know, everybody was on. The gang was on. It was only four hours instead of seven. So I'm feeling great. <laughs> and then like, I go to bed. We all have a great night. I finish the edit immediately. I get it off to Eric, which by the way, you should have the, you, you got my edit, right? I do. Thank okay, you. perfect. And like, I'm feeling great. And then Saturday morning, it's just like, hey, fuck you. And you're like, why? What did I do? And it's like, you had a good day yesterday. You're just going to be everything. No. Everything, yeah, no. You're hubris. You had a good day and you were feeling cocky about it. So it's like, your body's like, we got something to show you. Oh, yeah. by the way, with yeah. the edit, I, I do have it, but I haven't downloaded it yet. I won't okay. do that until tomorrow. So don't delete it. Oh, dude, I fucking, I'm at, I'm at like 10 gigs out of the 15 gigs of, of stuff saved on my drive. I need to delete some of that shit. So, yeah. Well, I, not that. Not oh, yet. okay. Yeah, like I need to, I need to go in there and delete a bunch of things. I'll probably forget to do that. But yeah, no, it just, it's like so annoying because like you, you'll be doing fine. There's no like, oh, I feel like I'm getting a cold or I don't feel a little well. Like, oh, there's a scratch in my throat. No, it's just like getting punched in the fucking nuts. It's just, oh, there it is. It's fucking game over, son. So that Dude, is I gotta tell you, the older you get to, like you'll you can just like take a nap and then just wake up and just like, oh, I'm crippled with pain now because I 
decided I was going to take this 45 minute nap, but I slept kind of crooked. And so now I'm like, yeah, this is four the days. Get, the worst it gets to. Four fucking days. I slept a little wrong on my blanket and I had a crick in my neck for four days. Well, with the young person of this podcast, uh, my body's holding up great. No aches, no pains. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what your guys' problem is. Jake, how old are you? <laughs> I'm 31. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, according to the military, I'm like 46 instead of 36. But yeah, dude, like it's and then Eric's 50. So fuck you. I'm not. You're welcome. Not yet. <laughs> You're a good-looking dude for 55, man. I appreciate you. A decade younger. Thank you. I just, it's, 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 God, that's, I've hated that. Continue though, Jake, before I continue, sorry, before I so rudely interrupted you. Uh, yeah, no, the, the, the sickness thing is definitely a problem. I, I'm definitely one of those people that like, if, if I'm around someone who's sick, I'm like, well, that's, that's my future. <laughs> I, I'm catching that. Like, I, I usually don't stay sick for very long. Like, I, I can always tell, like, any, I can always tell the weird difference between me and David because David, like, gets sick less often, but if he gets sick, he's sick for, like, a week. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, well, uh, in the middle of his sickness, I'll get sick and get over it, and he's still sick. <laughs> but, like, someone fucking sneezes around me, and I'm like, oh, I'm sick now. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Dude, the immune shit... system of a gnat. Awesome. That shit used to piss me off. People would come into work, and they're like, yeah, I think I got the flu. Fuck are you doing here? Entire office now has it. Good job, asshole. Hated those people with a passion. That is the one positive thing about work from home. Someone's got the flu. You're like, cool. Stay on your side of the computer. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm, I'm kind of like David in that respect. Like, I very infrequently get sick, but if I do, it kind of it levels me for a while. Anything else that your body does that you you just no? Nah, I mean, I was kind of just like jump jumping on your kind of thing. Like the older you get, just like you can just hurt yourself from sneezing or sleeping funny, and then you just like you don't have like the the bounce back or resiliency like you do as like a twenty year old or like even into your I, I think like thirty five is like pro so Jake, you still got a, a few years of uh, yeah. <laughs> before nah. while you're free and clear, but it's just like thirty five is like the point where it's just like well. Nature starts looking at that clock like time to start shutting this motherfucker down. So. <laughs> I think I'm just not going to get old. That's my plan. <laughs> I just won't. Well, you also said you're going to be immortal, right? You're just you're going to yeah. live. Yeah, I'm just not going to die. I don't know why everyone else does it. It's just no, <laughs> it's super easy. You let, let me guess, you're like a Veltramite, right? Just slowly aging forever and ever and ever. Nah, I think I'm done aging. I think that's a pretty good spot to stop. That's fair. <laughs> you guys make it sound awful. I'll just stop here. <laughs> Good. <laughs> if, if it wasn't for the immense fear of the blackness and the void and Helios and blue, I'd. Yeah. I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd open it more embracingly than the cold dark that it is now that scares me. You know what? That's a good way to go out. The cold darkness wow. of pain <laughs> and suffering. Took <laughs> a turn. Don't think about death, everybody! Have a good one! In the future, nobody's gonna know who you are. Let that sink in.
something blank instead of just looking at all of us looking into the camera going when is Jerry going to shut it off? <laughs>